What's the most confusing story in the Bible for you? Can you think of one? No. Hello, and welcome back to the second episode of Your Socks Are Untied. I'm here with Maddie. Hi. And we are in the Starbucks parking lot. We have our drinks, and we are ready to talk about the Bible today. And her name is Sydney. And my name is Sydney, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're still getting used to um, podcast life, so forgive us for being not that this great about this. Now. This We're is our life. Podcasters. We're podcasters. So yeah, today we're going to be talking about the Bible, um, and we're going to be talking about why we should read it, and how to read it, and some tools, and just hopefully encourage ourselves and encourage anybody who's listening to um, increase their Bible reading. Yeah, pick up the Bible and dive in. Yeah, so um, we'll just start off kind of sharing what our personal relationships with the Bible look like right now, and then use that as like a bit of a jumping off point to talk about it so maddie do you want to start off and kind of share a little bit about what your relationship with the bible looks like right now yeah so honestly right now i don't have the greatest routine in reading it's something that i've been working on for the last year i think something that's important to note is your motive behind reading the bible Mm -hmm. and i kind of fell into this trap a few months ago of reading it because i thought it's what i had to do And so every day I would be forcing myself to read a certain amount and take a certain amount of notes. And I had to have my commentary and I had to have this whole setup. Um, And I felt like that was the only way to connect with God. And it just became really draining and something that, for lack of a better word, I almost started to dread like Bible time. And that's just not at all what God wants for us. And so now I'm just working on what it looks like to open the Bible with the intention of growing closer to God and like growing my knowledge and growing myself spiritually and that that can look different every single day and it doesn't have to follow a certain routine or have to be a certain amount of time um yeah I'm just trying to be more authentic about it I guess yeah that's really good and it's bringing up like a lot of points that I have been thinking about this week in preparing for this topic um but we'll revisit that. I'll start with kind of sharing where I'm at too. Um, so I've been following this Bible plan for the last, I don't know, year or so. And, um, and I've really gone through a shift in how I think about reading the Bible. I used to kind of be the same way where I felt like I had to have like really good circumstances to read the Bible. I felt like I needed like peace and quiet. I needed maybe to be at a coffee shop with like a latte and a notebook and like my headphones in. I just really thought about it in kind of a rigid way. And so about a year ago, I I think I read something or listened to a podcast that was uh, just really helped me reframe that to just making it work for your life basically so I've been reading this uh bible plan and mostly I've actually been listening to it so we can talk about like the different tools and stuff that help us read the bible but um I've been actually so much more consistent about it since I reframed my mind in the way I think about it so it sounds like we're kind of on the same page with that yeah for sure (laughs) so let's kind of jump into um let me pull my notes up um First of all, why do we read the Bible? 
that's a, probably a good place to start. And uh, a verse that I've been really meditating on this week is Hebrews 4.12. Um, and it says, For the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. And I just really loved, and we shared this a little bit on our Instagram page, um, I love the beginning part about how it says the word of God is alive and active. And I'm a big fan of analogies. So one of the things I like to think about is kind of thinking about the word more like food. So there's a couple of different ways that I you can apply this. So when you eat an apple, it goes into your body and it does all kinds of things. So it turns into energy that you can use for your day. You know, you get vitamins out of it and over time it just makes your body so much healthier but you're not necessarily telling it to do that and you don't know exactly how it's nourishing you but it is and I like to think about the word the same way like sometimes we just take the word in and even if we don't feel like we walked away from it with this like huge insight it is working in us because it's alive and active so that's just something cool that I feel like has helped me a lot yeah I like that a lot and I think knowing that the word is alive I don't know something I was thinking about this week in preparation for this podcast is the fact that the bible and the contents of the bible were written hundreds of thousands of years ago and just how amazing God's vision was that even though it was written by man that long ago that those words are still so applicable in today's modern society like it truly is a living word and I think when you look at other books that were written that long ago or other texts they don't always line up they don't always make sense in today's world or in today's society or what we're going through now and just seeing that God's word is still it's still reaching us and it's still purifying our hearts is it's just so cool honestly um But I think a big reason for reading the Bible is that, A, you get to grow in knowledge. You get to know what God's design was for us and his original intent. And you get to see stories of different people and their triumphs and their tribulations. And you get to see that these emotions that you might be experiencing or these griefs that you're going through, they are written in the Bible. And and you get context for that and you get wisdom and just a sense of community with the people that are in the Bible. Um, I think a main desire of mine right now is to just read the Bible knowing that it delights the Lord, it delights God. God is excited to see me in the Word and that He, over time, like Cindy said, is aligning my heart to be more like His. And so even though you might read a verse or scripture for a day or a few days and nothing's really sticking out to you, like it's still doing that work. It's still entering your mind and and kind of reorienting the way you're living. And over time, there will be verses that really stick out to you. And I think that's what's so special about the Bible that I can read the same book that my sister's reading, but a certain verse might speak to me more than it'll speak to her in that time. And that's just like proves how faithful God is and how he really does speak to you through the Bible yeah definitely and um another thing I was thinking about in what you said about like getting to know God so if you're trying to get to know somebody say like a coworker or something that just started at your job 
there's a few things you could do you could stalk their social media (laughs) valid yeah you could do that you could ask people you know like oh what do you think of this person or you know like what are they like and whatever so you'll get like a roundabout idea of who they are but unless you go directly to that person you really aren't gonna get a full picture of their character and I feel like a lot of times as Christians we kind of play the telephone game with God like we listen to sermons we read devotionals and I'm not saying that those things aren't good because I do think they're really super helpful but we're getting kind of muddled yeah we're getting a secondhand account when we could just go straight to God's word you know like he told us who he was and this is something that's readily available to us and I just feel very convicted and like go to the source like use these supplemental items like music worship music um you know devotionals and journaling and all that stuff is so great and it bolsters up um what you're reading but you're gonna get such a better holistic picture of God when you're diving into his work. Yeah, nothing can replace one-on-one time with God. I think that's true with any relationship, mm-hmm. um, but especially our relationship with God. Like, nothing is more powerful or more meaningful than our one-on-one time with God in the Word or in prayer when we're coming to Him as an individual with our hands open. Like, this is who I am and this is what I have and he is running to meet us I feel like the bible again and again highlights the story that yes we're pursuing God but before we even began that pursuit like he's been chasing us and I think that Mm -hmm. is a point I really want to harp on that if you've never opened the bible if you've never read it if you find it intimidating or scary like God is still pursuing you outside of that closed book like he Mm -hmm. is running after you he is yeah just pursuing you and I think when you do open the bible and you do start to read these stories and these accounts of Jesus and um getting to know the sacrifices God made for us and the love that he has for us Mm -hmm. you can look back on your life and see areas where God's hand was all over it yeah for sure and I like just think back to when I was um kind of just starting to think about the idea of God and who he was and um, my friend gave me a Jesus calling book which I know some Christians have like different perspectives on whether or not you should use these or whatever but uh, it was my first introduction to God and it gave it to me in like kind of bite-sized pieces and in a language that I could really understand and I just think it's so helpful to find something even if it's just you know, something small. I know I just talked about how important it is to go to the source, but maybe, maybe it is less intimidating to go towards something that gives you a little bite size of scripture and talks about it in a way that you understand. And then that craving will grow. You will start to think like, oh, I wonder like what the context of this verse is. And you're kind of naturally going to want more. And be curious. Yeah. Another analogy. I know I'm all over the analogies today, but Another analogy I love to think about is like, so God's word, think of it like a big feast. So you're at this big feast and there's all kinds of delicious food. And um, when we don't go to the word, it's almost like we are crawling underneath the table for scraps and then wondering like why we're still starving. Like we can't just be like 
bottom feeders, you know, like come to the feast. It's an amazing, amazing feast that God's given us. And it's never ending. Like no matter how many times you read through the Bible, you're going to get something more from it every time. And like Maddie said, it's so personal. Like God will make things jump out at you depending on what season you are in life. And it's just the coolest thing to interact with. Yeah, I love that analogy because so many times in the Bible it talks about how God has a seat for us at the table with our name on it. Mm -hmm. And like all you have to do is pull up to the table and sit down in your seat. Um, And that can be really scary and really intimidating. But just know that God picked a specific place for you and a specific Pacific Pacific. Pacific Ocean. A specific seat for you at that table. And all you have to do is sit down and crack open that Bible. And I don't know where I'm going with this. You can cut this out. Oh, it's great. It's great. Um, Yeah, there's just so much to say about this. I feel like another thing that I've been thinking about is how right now in Christianity, there's like these different brands of Christianity. So you have like your liberal Christians, your conservative Christians, the Christians that emphasize works, the the Christians that emphasize grace. And like, sometimes we're attracted to one of these little Christian sectors, but if we're only listening to these voices and their interpretation of scripture, we are going to be missing out on the fullness of God. Like, yeah, you can't, you can't build a one-on-one relationship with your friend's friend you have to make them your friend you have to make them your person and I think that's exactly what God wants us to do with the Bible um he gives us this tool that's accessible for all of us and invites us to it and so we're like the Bible's hype men right now (laughs) go Bible also how fun is it to have your own personal bible that you picked out and that you highlight in and color in like that yeah make it yours yeah yeah like beat it up use it like it's meant to be used it's not meant to be like an ornament it's meant to be something that you live your everyday life with so yeah now that we've just beat it into your head about how great the bible is let's just uh share some of our favorite little tips and tricks and tools and stuff that we use that do make bible reading more accessible Yeah, so if you have never read the Bible or you're like, a physical book seems really scary and daunting and too much work, I have the app for you, and it (laughs) is called Bible. (laughs) It is the Bible app. Um, It has a little picture of a holy Bible on it, and it basically has the Bible in this app form in any version that you want to read it in, Mm -hmm. and there's different plans and devotionals and it's just a really easy way to have it on the go on your phone I definitely am a advocate for a personal physical bible because I mean when it's on your phone there's so many distractions but it is such a good tool that I definitely use and used a lot early on in my faith um yeah it's awesome and you can also do like audio so when I'm at work Um, I will like play my Bible plan in my headphones so that I can like keep doing what I'm doing. Um, so that's really cool. And then I also texted a couple friends in preparing for this and just asked them, you know, like some of their favorite trips, tips and tricks and, and tools and obstacles and stuff. Favorite trips. (laughs) Favorite trips. Yeah. Um, no, that's unrelated, but. Favorite trips in the Bible. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and one of them did say like the Bible plans are super helpful. Like. If 
you're a pregnant person, you can look up a Bible plan about pregnancy and, you know, it will just help you walk through those journeys. Um, so I definitely think that's a really good tool to use. Yeah. Something I did, uh, beginning my faith, which I'll share more when I share my testimony, but around when I came to know God and really wanted an individual relationship with him, I was really struggling with depression. And so I went on the app and I did all these plans that were curated for, curated sounds like such a fancy word (laughs) for talking about depression, (laughs) a curated depression plan. Um, But it was really helpful because it, it took me to scriptures that were specifically about people that were facing really hard times and maybe experiencing grief or sorrow or just these emotions that I felt. I think before I knew God, I felt like those emotions were wrong and that no one else experienced them. And if I had a strong faith, I wouldn't experience them. Mm -hmm. And that was such a lie. And I feel like the Bible app really helped me, really helped to point me to scripture that would specifically sort of enlighten me and encourage me and show me like, hey, Jesus felt really sad at times for Mm -hmm. lack of a better word and Jesus is our savior and so if he felt these emotions and got through it like so can you and so that was really helpful another really helpful tool on the topic of listening is the dwell app um rewind the bible app is free so that's some incentive for you but the dwell app is a subscription I think it's twenty dollars a year which, for you math people, ends up being a little less than $2 a month. <laughs> I'm glad you worked that out. Thank I'm thinking, you. Like, carry the two. Yeah. <laughs> so, less than $2 a month. Very feasible. Um, and the Dwell app is all audio. And so, there's all these different plans. It has the whole Bible, but you can pick specific chapters or books. And I love listening to that at night to fall it's asleep. It's like the most relaxing voices you could think of. Like, yeah. There's like a British lady who like just you just love her immediately you get, you get to pick the voice the narrator you get to pick the background music maybe you want some guitar it's maybe a lovely you want, experience yeah <laughs> some like hymns in the background yeah um so that's really a great app and then the other app that i love that is audio centered is called glorify this one's free they do they'll read the scripture to you they'll read a little bit of devotion and then they also have a sort of like reflection time where they like asks you asks ask you questions and it's kind of like meditation mm-hmm. um and I really like that one too even though I find it difficult to sit <laughs> and be still it is a good practice and definitely a good time for like reflection for sure I love all those apps um one that I would recommend for somebody maybe that's been doing some of the little bite-sized scriptures for a while and is ready to maybe learn a little bit more about the Bible. Um, so this is a plan called Seamless. So you buy this book, I think it's like eight weeks or maybe 12 weeks, but I really, really enjoyed this book because the Bible can seem confusing. And a lot of times like you don't know how things are connecting. And so Seamless basically explains how the Bible is just one long story, even though you could take each individual chapter out of you know, out of the book and it kind of stands alone or seems to stand alone. Um, She just really beautifully explains how the story of God is one big story and how it weaves together. And some of these facts that she tells you about how things are connected are like mind blowing, like just things, even if you've been a Christian for a while, maybe you are reading through and you didn't know that like 
certain things were foreshadowed and it's just it's very cool so that is a recommend um author's name is angie smith i believe so that's a really good one another really good one um that's pretty common is called the bible project they have videos on videos online that you can just type in and watch um if you're reading a specific chapter and you kind of want a theme or that chapter explained they do like videos and it's very digestible um they even have one centered for kids which i actually really like to watch because it (laughs) for lack of a better word really dumbs it down for you um helps you get like the general theme but they also do plans um they'll send them to your email you can follow along with the reading and then watch supplementary videos um yeah another app that i love it's a commentary app and so there is a lot to it um take it as you will but it's called enduring word and they give you in my opinion every fact under the sun about the scriptures that you're reading Mm -hmm. which if you're just starting out can feel a little daunting but if you're like me and you're like i want to know exactly what this means that's really helpful it'll give you history it'll give you verses that kind of connect to the same theme throughout the bible Mm -hmm. it's just like a really all-encompassing commentary app i do sometimes fall under the trap of reading like a short blurb in the bible and then spending like 20 minutes reading the commentary and i'm not at all saying that's necessary but if you do want to kind of increase your knowledge and have like a better background historical view that's a really great app that's super cool and yeah i love how reading the bible is different for different personality types like maddie is an investigator so she likes to like know all the background all the facts and i I do appreciate that, but I kind of tend to be more of a big picture person. So I tend to go a little bit quicker through the Bible um, just to get it like under my belt so I can really see like the big picture of it. Um, But there's just so many ways to do it. So don't get discouraged if your Bible reading looks different than like your friends, because this is so personal and there's not a wrong way to do it if you're reading it. So yeah, I have friends that will simply read one or two verses, which if you're confused about the lingo which I know I was it's literally like two sentences in the bible and they'll just like sit in those two sentences the whole day and I think for a long time I felt this pressure to read at least a chapter or a book a day and sometimes it's just as beneficial if not more to really sit in one section or one verse if God is calling you to that and so there really is no right or wrong way um you don't have to have any of these tools they're just ones that we find are helpful Mm -hmm. and kind of motivate us to get into the word and to increase our knowledge and yeah just spend one-on-one time with god yeah um and one other thing that i've really been enjoying is on spotify there is a playlist called i think it's called like the psalms playlist basically so it's just a book of the bible called psalms um in music form which is really cool because if i'm like at work and i'm gonna have something stuck in my head it's very cool to have the option to let it be scripture and some of these some of the psalms on the playlist i would say like are not my musical taste but a lot of them are really good like they have a catchy beat and like i just find myself kind of singing them throughout the day and it's just a really good way to meditate on god's word But I would say the number one tool that I recommend is doing this with other people. Like Maddie and I have a group that meets every Tuesday and we 
are typically reading a chapter in the Bible and we break it down. But getting around other people who are also trying to learn is the most helpful way to to digest what you're reading. Like, you get perspectives that you would never get. And God does speak through other people. So, you know, God might teach you something through your friend who's reading a scripture. Um, So don't neglect to meet with people. If you don't have people who are Christians, please reach out to us. Like, we can hook you up with people or we can meet with you ourselves. Like we just really believe in community. It's one of the most powerful tools that we have as humans and, and God did create us for this. So I think that's probably my number one tool. Yeah. I would also just encourage you that when you're reading the Bible, it's totally normal and okay to be confused. Um, I mean, I'm a couple years into my faith and I still read chapters where I'm like, what are you talking about? And that's really valid, and I think sometimes people feel like if they're not understanding or maybe upon first reading they don't necessarily agree or they're just having a lot of confusing thoughts, it kind of turns them away from the Bible. And I just encourage you to press into that and to ask questions to your trusted community members, to look up on Google, to read commentary, to really pay attention to those questions. I think God wants us to be curious, and He wants us to not always just take things as they are to really figure out what it is he's trying to tell us and and to fully understand it and so it is okay to have doubts or to be confused or to just plain not understand what you're reading Mm -hmm. um but don't just gloss over that really press into it and ask questions yeah and we want to say too we're like walking along this journey too like there's times where i get really lazy with my bible reading or like if i'm in the old testament and it's just a bunch of laws like i start to check out and this is normal like we shouldn't expect ourselves to be like these christians who don't struggle with these human emotions like sometimes it is not going to be like the most riveting thing you've ever read but just keep going like god has something for you and just like you know sometimes when you eat an apple you need healthy energy and it's not always the most appetizing thing but it is doing something in you but you know most of the time i feel like i do really enjoy reading the bible especially when i use some of these tools that help kind of switch up my routine so i just wanted to encourage you like we can relate we know how it feels um and yeah yeah and we'd love to hear or i guess see what you're reading in the bible so definitely take pictures send this send them to us on our instagram show us what you're reading um what scriptures are really speaking to you if you have questions we'd love to either try and answer or direct you to someone or a resource that can help you um and we'll definitely be posting as we're reading to just try and encourage you and show you how maybe we take notes or how we don't take notes yeah well i'm feeling very inspired after this conversation um and just excited about reading the bible so we hope that you guys feel the same way whether you're a new christian or you've been a christian for a while we just hope that this conversation has um, excited you and made you want to pick your bible up again yeah (laughs) so we will see you again next week thanks for joining us bye your socks are untied